result. You are now tuned into Pulse Pounding with Mickey Dillon. I just want to say one more time before I go to sleep. <laughs> Fuck Steve Aoki. Fuck Steve Aoki. If he was Jewish, I wouldn't throw him a bar mitzvah. <laughs> or bar mitzvah, whichever one's for a boy. Bar. Okay. Guys hang out of the bar. And if he was Catholic, I wouldn't give the motherfucker a Christmas present. Okay? And if he was Jewish again, <laughs> you ain't getting shit for Kwanzaa. Or what? what? <laughs> Hanukkah. And if you celebrated Kwanzaa, you ain't getting shit for that neither. <laughs> what other holidays and religions is there? Um, there's Buddhism, uh, but uh, I'm not really sure. Buddhism, whatever your holiday is, you ain't getting <laughs> shit, Steve Aoki. Not from me, ho. Steve Aoki can suck a fat dick. Michael. Bitch. Michael. This is my show, and I'll say what I want. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're rewinding. There's obviously a lot to unpack here because this situation, this whole weekend, took such a turn in a direction it was never supposed to go, veered off course, and I am here during my editing process, hiding in the coffee shop bathroom with the light off so you can't hear the fan, to update you after the disaster. So let's just start from the beginning. Forgive this terrible audio quality as I voice note on my phone in a coffee shop. Let's start from the jump. What's up, sluts? Welcome back to another episode of Pulse Pounding. It is me, Mickey Dillon, and this weekend is going to be wild. I am taking you along for the ride to Atlantic City, New Jersey, the Dirty Jurors, <laughs> to see Steve Aoki himself. My friend Alexa went to Vegas, I think it was last year, and she saw Steve Aoki in the airport in New York on her way home. And she, like, didn't want to go up to him and be weird, which I, like, told her a million times was stupid. She should have walked right up to him. <laughs> but she didn't. So she ends up, like, snapping a picture, like a selfie of herself with him behind her. She tagged him in it. And what are the chances that he opens the DM and responds to the picture? So they've been like going back and forth here and there for the past year over like Instagram DMs, right? And he was telling her like, oh, if you come to one of my shows, let me know. We'll meet up. And she was like, fuck yes. <laughs> so a couple weeks ago, we saw that he was coming to Atlantic City and we were like, we got to go. We got, we got to go to Atlantic City and tell Steve Aoki that we are on our fucking way. So she DMs him and says, yo, I'm coming to AC the weekend that you're playing and I'm coming to your show. Do you still want to meet up? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> What's your number? So she gives him her number and he's fucking texting us. He doesn't know. He's texting her, but he's really texting us because we are drafting all of our responses together. So he's texting us. I don't remember exactly what was said because I don't have the messages in front of me, but I made some sort of stupid joke. I think I made the joke of like, he texted her and was like, hey. And I was like, text him back and be like, who's this? And then be like, 
just kidding or whatever, whatever it was. It was something stupid, but it was like kind of funny. And he laughed like he sent like a long laughing message. And I felt very accomplished that Steve Aoki laughed at my joke, even though he didn't know it because he thinks it's her. And if I do get to see him this weekend, I'm going to have to let him know that I'm the one who's funny, (laughs) not her. Anyway. So the last thing that they texted was, I think he said like, see you in AC or something. And then she texted back and said, see you there. And I was like, that's it. Don't fucking text him ever again until we're on our way because you don't want to look like a fucking weird stalker. Just let it rock until we go. And that's what we did. So tomorrow morning. We are venturing off to AC at 6 o'clock in the morning because the day party starts at 11. I don't know why we're going so early because you know if the party's from 11 to 6, he's not going on until minimum 3 o'clock. But nonetheless, we are making a day out of it. We are going out after. Will we go to Steve Aoki's after party? Who knows? Who knows? Anything could happen. So we are venturing off tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. And we are just going to roll with the punches. And regardless, we're going to go out and have a good time. And wild things are going to happen. Honestly, I don't know what's going to come of this. Is he going to... We bought regular tickets. Is he going to put us in a VIP section that he has? That would be cool. If nothing else but that happens, I'll be super happy. Is he going to like say a quick hello to her after the show ends or before the show? Maybe grab a quick picture and, and whatever. I don't really know. I have, I'll tell you what I do have is very low expectation. So just in case nothing good fucking happens, <laughs> I'm not disappointed. I have very low expectations. At the most, I'm expecting that he's going to be like looking at us from five feet away and wave and be like enjoy the show (laughs) because if anything more than that happens i'll be super excited but if that's the most we get i won't be disappointed (laughs) that's my key to life as i get older lower my expectations not for people but for like you know events and parties and all that kind of shit right just lower your expectations so if they're exceeded you're more excited and if they're met You're not disappointed. So I will see you all bright and early at 6 a.m. to see what kind of debauchery we are going to get into as we venture off to Atlantic City. See you there, bitches. Pack your swimsuit. Pack your drugs if you do those. (laughs) And pop open a drink because it's going to be a wild fucking ride. Can you hoes hear me? This is not a drill. We are on the way to AC. It is 8.15 a.m. Hello, sluts. This is not a drill. It is 8.15 a.m. It is drizzling. There are cops everywhere. What is this highway? Garden State Parkway. Fuck New Jersey. The dirty jurors is an abomination, okay? I have been watching this little light shine on the rearview mirror to let me know that someone is next to me. What has happened to America that we need a rearview mirror, side view mirror to assist us to let us know that there is a fucking car next to us? What is happening to the world? Can we not do anything ourselves anymore? This is out of control. I now know who is poor and who has a new car because I can see that their little lights are lighting up too as we pass them to let them know that we are next to them so nobody sideswipes each other. This is for drunk drivers. I know it. What kind of car is this? A Ford? Ford. Ford. 
I'm coming for you. Is that the Hulk? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. We are one hour outside of Atlantic City. 58 minutes to be exact. We are coming for Steve Aoki. <laughs> we are on our way. I am seven coffees deep. <laughs> I have not slept. I've already made Alexa stop at a rest stop so I can pee. It's a three-hour drive, and I had to stop to pee because I am a fucking child. The cops are everywhere, and that's all I've got. I don't understand New Jersey. Like, there's just fields everywhere. This looks like the Midwest. It doesn't... I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know if the cops are out because it's 4th of July weekend or if this is just what they do on the fucking Jersey Turnpike. Can't you not make lefts in Jersey? Isn't that a thing here? What's a fucking panhandle? That sounds like a drug or a disease. Oh, my God. This place is out of control. What are your thoughts on New Jersey? Let's get some Jersey Turnpiking. Let's get out on the turnpike and turnpike. Alexa's here live and in person with her brand new tits. They are, how old are they now? Her her tits are two years old almost. They are toddler tits. Her tits are entering the toddler stage. She has two toddlers inside her chest cavity. <laughs> Brought to you by Dr. Steven Greenberg of 106.1 BLI fame. <laughs> Actually, it was Dr. Stark. I gotta shout her out. She's the bomb, Dr. Stark. She's awesome. Dr. Stark, no relation to Tony. Oh my god, we've seen so many Avengers on the highway. We just passed a, a Hulk. What is that, a sticker? A decal. A Hulk decal on the back of someone's entire fucking window. It was strange. It's more than a decal. That is an acid trip if I've ever seen one. We are barreling down the Garden State Parkway. We have seen four people at least get pulled over. And I have just learned I've just learned what the experience of Waze is like. Waze tells you that there are police ahead. It tells you when a car is stopped. I don't know what kind of government shit this is. They're tracking us. I don't trust this one bit. Not one bit. What happened to the Aston Martin driver? We were neck and neck with well, you some made me pull over to go to the service line. Oh, I had a pee, we lost service, them. Whatever. We were neck and neck with some Asian Aston Martin drivers for quite some time. We were speeding up, slowing down. I felt like they were our friends. When now, did you say this rain was supposed to stop? Uh, nine o'clock? Yeah, it's supposed to be cloudy. Apparently this event is rain or shine. And let me tell you something. I'm looking for the shine. Or at least the cloudy. But I don't need the rain. Okay, so we will see what happens. We are 46 minutes out officially. We will update you at some point And... We're just trying to be part of Steve Aoki's entourage today. Alexa's going to show him her toddler tits to get us invited to the after party. Spoiler alert. Alexa and her toddler tits have been featured in a previous story where somebody was having sex in the outfield. Woo! We are exposing everyone's secrets today. You know why? Because I haven't slept, so I don't give a fuck. This is not a drill. The outfielder is on the podcast. What do you have to say for yourself, bitch? 
I made a home run. Ah, I love that joke. Oh, look, another person pulled over. Why do all these New Jersey cops drive Dodge Challengers like fucking whatever? They look like fucking guinea douchebags. I don't understand this one bit. That's where everyone's tax money's going in New Jersey to buy the cops fucking Dodge Challengers. I've had enough of this shit. All right, that's it. I got. That's all I got. Talk to you soon. I th I think I'm getting tired. I'm starting to like stutter. No, you can't. I'm trying. I'm starting to stumble over my words. I haven't slept. It's been approximately 24 hours. Well, just kidding, because I slept till one o'clock p.m. yesterday. So, <laughs> a bitch was tired. All right, see you soon, hoes. Okay, great. Here we are. Here we are. At the goddamn hotel. We went to a ghetto-ass breakfast spot. Yeah, that very, was... Very good omelets. Very off the boardwalk. Very off the boardwalk, but that's where I thrive. Yes. And we uh, sat down, had some omelets, and drafted our text message to Steve Aoki. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which has gone unanswered at yeah. this point in time. Questioning it a little bit. Questionable. Where are you, Mr. Steve Aoki? You better be in the air with your goddamn phone on airplane mode. Well, if your million-dollar jet or whatever you're taking doesn't have a Wi-Fi, I don't even know what to say about that. Don't tell me your first-class ticket doesn't have in-flight Wi-Fi, sir. It's gotta. Anyway, we have drafted our text message to Steve Aoki. It has gone unanswered. So what are we going to do? We're going to get our shit together, and we're going to go to the goddamn day party and see what life has in store for us just a shot in the dark at this point <laughs> i'm ready though we're already here we're gonna make the best of it i'll just drink with or without you steve i'm drinking my liquid iv which i am not sponsored by but i should be what flavor is this tangerine i think it's tangerine it's tangerine yeah that's gross it's not bad i don't do anything with orange <sighs> Gross. honestly i don't really care about the flavor i just need the full effect three advils hopefully it has the same effect i used to do that and then I bought these before North Carolina, and I swear to God, it saved my entire fucking life. And I will never go anywhere to drink without them. Well, I think I'm going to learn my lesson today, whether I need it or not. Listen, bitch, that's a 14-pack. We're good, okay? We're here for one night. <laughs> one night that might turn into, like, <laughs> hours long of adventures. <laughs> Honestly, let's just snort it. Don't even put it in the water. Oh, my God, I don't know if I could do that. I've never snorted anything. These Neither are, have I. These are virgin nostrils. So are mine. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing goes up this nose. Okay, so I just went downstairs to smoke a cigarette outside and then forgot that I'm at a casino. But, like, Mohegan Sun apparently still doesn't let you smoke in there because of the COVID shit, so I wasn't sure. Well, you have to look at the signs, well, like, above the, like, slot machines. Right, but in Mohegan Sun, up until a couple months ago, they weren't allowing you to smoke at all because of, like, COVID restrictions. Still. But isn't everyone wearing masks, so... I don't know, but this place isn't is, it like kind of like the filter of a cigarette anyway. I don't know, man. We're in the dirty jurors now, so nobody's wearing masks in the casino and everybody's smoking. So I love it here. Yes. Yeah. This is oh, great. Oh yes. So, but don't sit in the non-smoking section next to a granny. She'll she'll call oh, you out course, on that shit. Of course, the security will kick you out. I think too. Oh for sure. I sat my ass right down next to an ashtray, and I remembered where the fuck I was, and I'm excited now. I'm happy. You know what I'm excited for? What's that? I'm hopefully gonna get you to gamble with me later when we're drunk and you forget. A little bit. Okay. I'll do some um, roulette. Oh, yeah, that's easy. You just got to know your numbers, one through 36. Yeah, you pick a number or black or red. That's it. And we'll call it a day. You might find me at a slot if there's a Wheel of Fortune machine down there. Woo! They also have the Britney slot machines. Oh, yeah. I did that one at Fox And they Lights. like And it like vibrates and sings. 
toxic yeah. while and you're winning. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Love that shit so much. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to, if I get drunk enough, I might jump on top of it to shake my ass. <laughs> It'll just vibrate you. Oh, great. Even better. It's like a washing machine. Even better. Oh my God. Do you have to pay extra for that? No. <laughs> no. Free 99. Okay. So Britney slot machines, roulette. And possibly Steve Aoki. I mean, we're going to see him one way or another. It's either going to be 30 feet away or right up in his face. All I know is he better keep that goddamn cake away from me. I don't want cake. I don't want cake. I got cake already. I don't need any more. <laughs> Thank you, though. I feel like those people are either super intoxicated or on drugs. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's like not even a question. I wonder how they pick the person. Like, is it random? No. If you look in like his videos... If they're like sitting on like someone's shoulders, they want to get cake. Yeah, like it has to be. They have there has to be like a signal. You can't. I'm sure he doesn't just throw it at a random person. I mean, there has been times where people come <laughs> plastered. Imagine if Karen started flipping. Oh my god! I mean, that I might so. be me if you throw a cake <laughs> at me. I don't might be the you Karen. Dare. But I'm hoping we're not in front and we're behind. I don't think. We're, I don't think I need to be that close at this age. <laughs> no, I'm not elbowing. S- 21 year olds no i want to the front i want to be in the back with a drink that's my vibe now. okay i'm so glad i was actually really nervous that you were going to be like i want to be in the front Mm-mm. and push your way up because that's not me no not in this kind of environment okay cool i have to really love someone to want to do that yeah i don't yeah no. no definitely not starstruck about this just an awesome opportunity no super excited and whatever happens happens i have very low expectations as i told you in the car I have low expectations for Atlantic City, which looks like a shithole. So good, good. Yeah, for me I mean, on this that. isn't the best hotel, but <laughs> well, it's not even the hotel; just the fucking town itself is. A yeah, complete wait till you get hole. to the boardwalk. I it mean, lo- it looks like Jersey. Here. I showed you the well, I not I, but we drove to that restaurant, and that's it. Like that's the town. Like when you go bankrupt because you gambled too much, <laughs> that's where you find yourself. <laughs> this town is a shithole. I'd like to take a poll: How many of you are bankrupt because of here? Oh, definitely 100%. I actually just ran into a nice Asian lady from Philadelphia who's waiting for the bus back home because she lost $500 today and she's very upset. She had a conversation with you? Oh, yeah. Well, we were smoking a cigarette. (laughs) Yeah, you know me. I talk to everyone. Oh, duh. She looked at me. She was like, you win big? I said, (laughs) no. (laughs) I'm staying at Bally's. She said, you lose? I said, "Mm, no, I haven't started yet. I just got here. She said, good luck to you. Not so good for me. Yeah, that's how that started. I said, tell me about your life. Tell me about your choices. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid ass me getting into that fucking conversation. But she's on her way home safely on the bus back to Philadelphia. God God bless her. Isn't that like a long... I don't, I don't even know how far we are. I don't know how are. long that bitch was here. I mean, it couldn't have been this morning. It's fucking 11 o'clock. She probably came yesterday and just like stayed through the night. No <sighs> hotel room. That's crazy. She just bossed it out and <sighs> said, whatever happens, happens. That's not boss. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that line. That's not boss. That's bullshit. Yeah. All right. Put well, that on a t-shirt. Trademark it. Yeah. Copyrighted. Yeah. Mickey, not the mouse. Yeah. Sorry. Don't don't try to steal it. I'll see you. No. I'll send you a cease and desist. Um, I'm almost done with this liquid IV and then we can go. All right. Yeah. It's like a 20 minute walk. Oh yeah. That's another thing. This bitch told me we were walking nine minutes and then she said, JK, that was driving distance. <laughs> we're walking 26. Oops. In slides. Yeah. Do um, I care? No. Nope. Nope. I'm... Okay, so I'm new to this croc thing. Disgusting. I'm so disgusting. I know, but I have to say they're like clouds. I don't care. All right. Well. I saw these bitches in CVS last night. I stopped at the 24-hour CVS. Those are new. 
Did you get a face wash? Uh, what's new? Your shoes? No. Oh. No. I stopped it. No, you think they sell Adidas slides at CVS? I don't know. That's Are why I was questioning it. slow? <laughs> I was questioning it. No. Um, I stopped at CVS. It kind of looks like... Tie-dye. Yeah, but... But it's like a weed cloud. Yeah. They're like special edition. Yeah. They were like, li- not special, limited edition, whatever the fuck they are. They're like, no, no, they I don't like make them, them anymore. Now that I know what they are. Yeah. I don't know who designed them, but they were like a collaboration. I bought two. I bought one for me, one for Kendall. Pretty cool, right? Love them. Um, anyway, so I stopped at 24-hour CVS to get face wash, and I saw these three bitches all wearing Crocs, and they've all got 50 of the goddamn pegs that you put in the holes. <laughs> the <laughs> stupidest <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my life. First of all, yours I will accept because they don't look like Crocs. They just look like some kind of sandals. Right. They're like, they're just like slides. They're, yeah. They're almost like Bergenstock slides. Exactly. That's what they look like. But I like, do have one of those little Lime yellow. Cause they're not really green. Yeah. They're, they're like neon. yellow green. Anyway, those don't look like Crocs. The Crocs are the pro. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. I would never wear the actual Crocs oh with like God. the strap thing. She had to, the, all three of them had the fucking peg holes with their birth year and their fucking <laughs> Zodiac. They had literally, like, uh, honestly, realistically, it was probably like fifteen different pegs. Every yeah, there's hole, a lot of holes on them. Every like hole actual was ones. full, like a prostitute in a brothel. Every hole is full. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I was looking at them, and I was like, "That is so fucking stupid." Second of all, do not let your kids wear Crocs with those things in the peg holes because that is what child molesters use to lure them. Okay, because if your kids' little fucking Crocs say Johnny. From fucking center reach, okay? Yeah. Or whatever. Oh, you like um, blah, blah, lollipops? Blah, middle school who enjoys long walks on the beach and Monsters, Inc., okay? That's how a pedophile is going Hell to lure yeah. your child. Wow, I didn't even really think about that. Yeah, disgraceful. You could learn a lot about someone in their cock. So if all From my holes cr- are empty, what do I? What does that tell about me? Honestly, that's a loaded statement. <laughs> all right, well, skip fast forward. Honestly, the night is young. <laughs> hate you <laughs> hate you oh, oh now i'm God. like really overanalyzing my own shoes now oh no don't worry those are fine yeah the other ones are like i take my like dogs the... for a walk and ew you have them the standard crocs yeah they have like fuzzies I'm on the disgusted. inside you're disgraceful i'm gonna turn this way i don't want to look at you anymore i'm gonna look at the wall instead i don't want to look at the back of your head <laughs> well it's big and fat no it's not <laughs> i have a big head I do. I, I mean, from head. here, I can't really tell. But. I have a big head. What do you mean? You're sitting one foot away from I don't me. think you, I don't think, I think it's very proportionate. This bitch is acting like she's literally across the room. <laughs> no, Because she doesn't want to tell me that I have a big fat head that I already know about. So she's like, I'm mm, a good friend. I can't tell from here. She's literally one foot away from me. This room is two <laughs> by bad. two. She's acting like she's across a football it field. It is really tiny. It's not that bad. I didn't mix this liquid IV well, and it's a little chunky. Oh, it's like the yeah, powder it's like the at the bottom. protein powder. Ugh. Ugh. I but hate when I have my pro- pre-workout like that. Uh, I don't take pre-workout because I'm not a juice head. <laughs> Neither am I, but I cannot go to the gym early in the morning without it. I, I probably to- should have taken some now instead of having coffee. <laughs> I stick to caffeine. Speaking of which, where's my coffee? I'll drink that too. <laughs> right I wonder next if to I you. could mix it. <laughs> Ew, that would probably be disgusting. Yeah. I'm almost at 24 hours awake. Okay, everyone pray for me. Well, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I don't even do cocaine and look at me. Imagine... No. So many people have said, Alexa, you cannot because you're just already. Same. We're the same. Too much. We're the same in that sense. Too much already. We're too much already. Yeah. yeah. I think the only person who could tolerate me if I did would be you. Honestly, I wouldn't want to tolerate myself if I did. Touche. Yeah. No, no, no. That would be no, none of, no good. None of that. 
All right, so we're going to come back and we're going to update you on whether or not we were face-to-face with Steve Aoki and part of his entourage. It's honestly 50-50 at this point. Yeah. We thought we had it in the bag. Yeah. Shit was on lock. Well, we and really And someone haven't... had the key. <laughs> Which is clearly neither of Open us. Open that bitch up. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. We haven't really talked in a little. Yeah, the last text message we sent was three weeks ago and he said see you in ac right so see you in ac and then i said do not fucking respond do not text him ever again yeah i've been coached through this whole thing (laughs) i did i coached by my um i don't know what would you call concierge service (laughs) michael's celebrity concierge service celebrity mentor (laughs) yeah june 3rd be exact okay well he said see you in ac so that was a good sign he wouldn't have given you his number if, if he wasn't yeah you know so we're gonna find out okay honestly last thing before we go is sure. these red leather chairs that we're sitting in <laughs> yeah. is this a motor in do they rent this room by the hour with these red leather chairs we're sitting in red leather love seats how many people do you think have had sex on these chairs oh god i don't yeah, and these don't have sheets to wash. But you know where you're going to find me tomorrow? Having sex in this leather chair? No. no. In the bathtub with the telephone. Oh. <laughs> I might just have a photo shoot with the oh telephone. Oh, my God. In Let's the bathtub. do it. I'll take the pictures. Oh, I know you will. Let's I do know it. you're already game yeah, for it. 100%. I literally looked and I was like, oh, telephone. Oh, that'd be telephone. so cool. Yes. Yeah. You know what I can't stand is this popcorn ceiling either. Ugh, just don't look up. How can you miss it? It's like the walls are coming, crawling out at me. <laughs> Ew, stop. It's like that weird um, <laughs> phobia of like holes. Yeah, I don't have that. I don't either, but it's like, it's got to go. Well, you couldn't have a phobia of holes. You're wearing Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, clearly note gonna, to self, never wearing Crocs in front of Mike ever again. This is a fun day. Whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. All right. Does the sun look like it's coming out? It's there. It's it's making an appearance. Right. It's shy. I think it has a little bit of anxiety about uh, socially. Yeah, well, yeah. I have a little bit of anxiety right now. <laughs> Let's see. I don't. I'm super chill. I don't know. Place if, your bets now on I, whether this actually happens or not. I don't know if it's like the sleep deprivation that's making me chill. I mean, if anyone saw the way you were sitting you, in this chair right say. now, like it literally looks like you're falling out. Like you're melting. Say, your whole body is just like sliding. Like I, I tell my students like sit up and I, I'm like holding back hardcore right now. Between the way I'm sitting and how hard so I'm. So I'm laughing, gonna take a picture because I probably then we have can... seven chins. <laughs> <laughs> and he is dying. Oh my god! I gotta quit smoking. This is disgusting. Really? I'm just gonna sit on the floor. Oh yeah, that's probably more appropriate. <sighs> Honestly, I don't know what's more covered in jizz, this floor or Ew, the fucking red stop. leather chair. I don't know. They look pretty clean. They yeah, kind of look new. Yeah, they probably just wipe them down. Okay. All right. Off to the races, girls. Cheers. Cheers. It is 1.49 p.m. And we are vibing with the opener. And we are back on track for our plan. S.A. Codename, because there are peasants around who don't know anyone here. They are just... Seagulls. S.A., the headliner, has responded to our message. Fuck yeah. That's all you got? I'm fucking ready. 
Alexa's gonna take our pussy lips out. No, I'm not. I might take them out for her. Woo! More to come. Stay tuned. Okay, so, first of all, fuck Steve Aoki. Fuck him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. He can go fuck himself. Yep. However, I'm on my 32nd hour of sleep, no sleep, and my 46th coffee slash espresso of the goddamn day. I can attest to that. I feel like I could fall asleep at any moment. You better not. This day has not gone as we planned. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. I feel like I'm not even... What do those people do? They blame like Mercury or something? Uh, I'm, I. Whatever the planets are doing today, they're not working in our favor. I'll tell you that. No. Okay, so we walked the 26 minutes to the goddamn... Oceans QHX squared, whatever the fuck that place is called, okay? First of all, Atlantic City is a shithole, okay? Amen. I can't believe you brought me here. You should have known that. Wow. You should have known better. I should. Okay? I can't believe that I'm in this shithole Atlantic City. Everything here is disgusting and trash. And that's all I have to say about that. The goddamn place we went to today that we paid those millions of dollars for tickets and drinks, that place is a shithole too. It looks like absolute shit, okay? They had one bathroom. One goddamn bathroom for 95,000 people. The men's room line was like something I have never seen before And in ladies, my life. you will totally appreciate this. I didn't wait more than 45 seconds to use the bathroom. I could have pissed myself. And well, then now men know what it feels like. Who gives a fuck about that? That's your own fault that you have to sit but down But I would really pee. like to know. It's your own fault that you take forever. We're in, we're out, we get going. Don't I don't take us. forever. That's not our fault. I don't think I Ugh, take forever. I don't want to hear this. This is not a feminist Anyway, it podcast. was glorious that I didn't have to wait more than 45 seconds to go to the bathroom. Okay, so we're at this goddamn piece of shit venue called the Q2U or whatever the fuck it's called, okay? And goddamn Steve Aoki finally texts us back after all that nonsense. Yep. And says, what did he say? Do you want to meet up after my set? I have to catch a flight. That was it. Uh, to which you obviously said yes. Of course. Okay. I said yes. So I said that was, yeah, that was it. I was like, yep, I'm here. I was like, you'll see me. Let me know. Okay. Thumbs up. Liked it. Moved on. That was it. Then the show goes on. So he texts you that like kind of right before the show starts. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Pretty. Yeah. yeah. It was like right before that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then he comes out on stage and he's doing his thing, right? The show is great. I was having a great time. Yeah. I was a little stoned, so I wasn't really like, you know, moving well, but I looked like I had a little bit of like Parkinson's, um, but whatever. <laughs> it was a great show. Like it was, he was great live. It was different than I expected. The whole cake thing like is different when you see it in person. There's for like sure. so much energy in it. Yeah. The people went crazy for him. Yeah. And that the cue is definitely like... If you're not on someone's shoulders, yeah, he's not throwing cake at you. Yeah, right. Just so everyone knows in case you want cake thrown in your face. I don't know why anybody I don't. wants that, but whatever. That's another story for another time. So up until this point, we were not really sure what was going to happen. We were just going with the flow. Like, yep. you had spoken to him last saying, like, see you in AC. 
he said, see you in AC. And you said something like, see you there. And I was like, don't ever text him again until we go. Literally didn't text him again. And then and that was te- three weeks ago. And then you texted him because you were like, we're going to grab tickets. Like, we don't see a VIP option. Is there like a VIP section? And he never answered. No response. So we weren't sure when we got here. Like, is if he, he was going to even respond? Yeah. Is he going to respond? Is he going to like put us in? Like, And that was fine because we were totally okay with just making sure that like, we just had an awesome time. Yeah, right. Like we were just happy coming and whatever happened, happened. Right. There wasn't an expectation being upheld. It was like an adventure. And we thought like at best, maybe we would get to like talk to him for a few minutes, take a picture, like tell him we liked the show. Almost like a meet and greet. I kind of felt like that's, I mean, that was my implication of the whole thing. Right. I mean, like, well, never in the messages that you've had with him this entire time. In a year. In a year. In the span of a year, not consistently, but over a year. Um, did anything on either end w- w- become suggestive or like flirtatious? Never, because I probably, sexual? honestly, I wouldn't have even engaged one because I was in a relationship when, up until six months ago. When you tagged him in the picture and yeah, had the original. Yeah, the initial, like the initial conversation, I was in a relationship. With him saying like, do you want to meet up at a show or something? You yeah. thinking that like, oh, here's an artist that I like and would like to see live. Like, of course, it would be cool to be like, have some sort of interaction with them at some capacity. Yeah. Going to the show. I think anybody would have anybody jumped would on have that, that bandwagon. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So weird. Okay. So he texts us that back. The show goes on. The show is great. Now the show is over and we're like, what do we do? Should we wait here? Is he going to text us and like tell us to come backstage or are we going to meet him somewhere else? I thought maybe we would be in like a a different section or like he would come out at the end and like talk to us for a minute. I didn't think he was going to sit down and have lunch with us, but I thought based on the messages that you guys had exchanged, even if it was a 45 second, like, Hey, thanks for coming. Like, like that's exactly right. Some sort of interaction. And then he would go about his way since he was leaving. Right. So at this point at the end, they've now escorted him out into the magic door of the behind right. the curtain of Wizard of Oz. Right. And, and we're like, do we leave the venue? Because if we leave and then he texts us, we can't come back in and the venue's shutting down and they're trying to like kick everyone out. Like, so we just left and walked outside and we're about to like go about our day. And then he answered you. Well, I messaged him and I was like, great set. Like, let me know where to meet up. Yeah. Like meet up. Like that's it. Right, like meet up, which means like meet. I text my brother, where do you want to meet up when we get fucking separated somewhere? Like, right, it's that not has that I. No sexual connotation to me. And uh, let us no, know and... if you disagree out there. And I mean, every, every conversation up until this point, never have I elicited that either. Cause I'm sure anybody who might be listening be like, oh, well, how did she answer the text messages? Right. Like, never once was like that ever would, a like thing. Like, you would answer my messages. Oh, 1000%. Like, it was totally normal. So, and I've read them all, by the way. Yeah, all the messages uh, well, from because, day one. Because you are my celebrity concierge. Yeah, and well, obviously. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Like, I didn't want to make it seem like that either. Like, I was wanted to just play it cool. Right. So, um, so then he texts you back. Can you meet now? I said, sure. Where? And he texted back. Eighteen o two. Eighteen o two. That is the entirety of the text message. Eighteen o two, which is very obviously a room number, but we were like, uh, well, what's eighteen o two? I just want. I don't know. I didn't. I wanted to make sure, so I said, "Is that your room number?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, "Okay." On the way up, 
and then <laughs> okay so mind you let's talk about the way up mind you he never once asked you who you were with what your like plan was like did he think you just went to this concert by yourself to Weirdo. see him and wait to meet up with him whatever he thought that meant like he never said like are you by yourself are you with your friends first like, of all if i if he did assume up- i was by myself that's kind of freaking weird I think it's weird. Like who would go to a okay, show? Okay, wait, let's one thing at a time. So we get in the elevator. We now run across the fucking boardwalk. Boardwalk and the goddamn White House size front lawn. Okay. Front <laughs> patio of this goddamn hotel. I thought I was gonna have cardiac arrest right there on the goddamn front. The escalator steps. looks like it's going up to heaven. It was like thirty miles away to get from the boardwalk into the lobby of this hotel. And then once you got into the lobby, you had to take one elevator and get off and then get into another el- it makes no fucking sense. So we finally are in the elevator going up to the eighteenth floor. We're both like looking at each other and I said to you, I was like Reality set in. I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't come with you. Like this is weird that we're going up to his hotel room. Like, do you think he thinks that like you guys are going to bang? And I don't even remember. I, I think there was so much adrenaline after running and just being excited that the time to meet him was like finally happening. Right. That I don't even recall this happening. The, right. But I didn't elevator. say I didn't say anything on the boardwalk. But as soon as he texted the room number, I thought that was weird with no explanation. Not even to be like, oh, come up to my room. There's so and so's here. We're doing this. Just that seemed weird to me. But then I thought to myself, like, maybe you're just being silly. Maybe you're overreacting. Like, you know, maybe you're reading it as something it's not. And as you were thinking that, I was thinking, show's over. Everyone's kind of like, awesome, great set. We're all in the room together planning our departure for the next place because he made it seem like he had to leave. Yeah, you literally have another show in another state tonight that you're flying to. So you would think that like they would be somewhere together, like planning what the next move is if they have to get out of here so quickly, right. you know? Yeah. Okay. So that we, was in my head. So we least. get up to the 18th floor and we get off the elevator to the hallway of death. <laughs> and before we approached this hallway, I literally stopped and I was like, I need to take a breath because mm-hmm. the adrenaline was just still running at that point, And I didn't want to seem like, Weird. Like it just right. seem weird. So we stopped at the end and now we embark on the turn into <laughs> the hallway of death. And uh just remember turning down the hallway and looking and there was the light at the end of the tunnel. And this, Which was that bright goddamn window. Yeah. It was just was a glass in. window onto the beach and it was a dark hallway until <laughs> you like looked at this <laughs> window and in the in the like reflection of like the shadow of the window I remember like kind of halfway down the hallway was like a person yeah. and looked like they were pushing a cart so I assumed it was kind of like a food cart yeah whatever so we finally approached that door cuz that person never went into the door and I I recognized who the person was now backtracking this person is who i insinuate i think is in the airport when we initially met like right. saw him a, a, month, a year ago right so he goes are you looking for <laughs> as if it was like fill in the blank if you're wrong i'm going to <laughs> turn you back around turn you around <laughs> do, do not collect 200 dollars. do not pass yeah, out right um and i go steve he's like yeah all the way at the end so this person whoever it may be 
saw Mike and I. Right. Clearly. Right. And we went to the end of the hallway and that's when the questioning started <laughs> happening of what do we do? Okay, wait. So now we get to the door and now I'm really feeling like I shouldn't be here because I'm like, wait, don't make a sound. And we stopped like a, a room before. And I was like, let's just like not talk and listen at the door and see if we hear other people. Because I was also thinking like maybe there's just a bunch of people in there and they're doing their thing. So we're listening and it's like a solid 45 seconds to a minute that we're sitting there just listening at the door. And we're like mouthing to each other that we hear nothing and we think he's alone. So I'm and like, that's I'm when like the... I don't know if I should be here. I think this is something that we didn't think so it was. So Mike stands in front of this window. So I just stood in front of the window and I put knocked. myself off in the corner, which literally it's the last room in the hallway. So like I'm, it's not like I'm not in full view. I'm just kind of standing off to the side, minding my business while I let you handle the rest. Thinking back on this, it's so ridiculous. It literally happened two hours ago. <laughs> so i knock and immediately the door opens it goes hey and i go hey is it okay if i have my friend mike with me and the response was can you give me 20 and shuts the door (laughs) and then immediately texts you literally 46 seconds after shutting the door after he just told you come upstairs to my room and you're like, I'm on my way. Now all of a sudden he needs 20 minutes and texts you what? Eating now. We'll text you later. We'll text you later. So shut the door after saying, give me 20 minutes as if we were supposed to wait outside like puppy dogs in your goddamn hallway for you. Okay. Right now at that point we were like, do we sit in this hallway and wait 20 minutes? Not me. I was out of there. I was not about to sit in anyone's hallway. No, because now it was really clear and apparent what the intention was. As soon as he shut the door, I was like, this is exactly what I didn't think it was. Yeah. As soon as he shut the door and said, give me 20 minutes or whatever. I was like, this is exactly Which was extru- like, what I didn't think it was. It was super disappointing. It was not only disappointing, it's fucking weird. And let me tell you why it's weird. Okay. The whole situation is weird. And here's why I think it is. First of all, you never made any insinuation of anything you were looking for or flirtation. So don't act like this is strange that someone has a a message opened by an artist that they like and engages with them for you to assume automatically that that means that that person wants to have sex with you because they want to meet up with you at your show. An artist who they enjoy and want to see live is so pompous and conceited to me that you just think that a female must want to have sex with you because you are famous and have money. Side note. That is so ridiculous. That is so ridiculous. And I think I'm disappointed because we had heard from other people who had met him in the past. And, Down to earth. And from what we knew of him kind. from like his public persona, we were like, he seems like a really cool guy. We were excited to see him because we thought he was going to be super cool. Yeah. And this just like really changed my mind. And I'm angry, not even because I didn't get to interact with him or meet him or whatever. I'm angry because of how he handled the situation and how he treated two people who went to his show. That's like such a turnoff to me. All he had to say when he opened the door was if he really wanted to get his point across would be, was like, Oh, I thought you were going to be alone. Oh, I'm sorry that I mistook the situation for something that it wasn't. 
anything. He could have stepped out into the hallway if he didn't feel like comfortable with us coming in his room at that point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there were so many. There were so many. I think there's an unlimited amount of responses that could have occurred at that second. And I don't know, like thinking back, I don't know if maybe the person we initially interacted with may have said, hey, she's not alone. And then at that point, he just had well, like... Well, that's an- even more weird to me is that like this thing seemed like it was all set up. Because he clearly knew that I was coming. And it was known to everyone but you that Why this was all I was set coming. up. Yeah. So like... Could you have been some floozy hooker like every other girl that was in that? Any VIP other person section that was down there would have fucked him. Would have eaten up that situation. Oh, 1000 percent. So, but like it's fifty percent. It could be that, or fifty percent that it's the situation it was, which is that you thought you were just gonna meet somebody that you like as an artist. Like, so how ridiculous is it to put someone in that position where now you've got your setup man down the hallway who like scopes out the situation and we don't know if he texted him. We're just, that's an no, assumption. No, but we're now sitting here. But that's an assumption. So sure. we can't say that. But sure. regardless, you obviously knew someone was coming if you poked your head out the door and was like, oh, you're looking for blah, blah, blah. And you were like, I'm looking for Steve. And he said, oh, it's all the way down on the right. Like you obviously knew someone was coming. Right. If you, so, you so, wouldn't have said that if you didn't know one hundred percent and B, if I said, Steve, I'm looking for Steve and you were, con- you didn't know you'd be like a little curious. Like, who? Why? Yeah, like, who or, are you? Right. Exactly. I'm sure somebody would you wouldn't have said, be like, Oh, it's the last door on the right. <laughs> right. You're not just going to say, Oh, go ahead. Walk yeah. into this room. Like, yeah. Right. But, so he obviously knew someone was coming for sure. whatever purpose he chose to share with him. Sure. Which maybe he didn't share it with him because it's his employee. Who knows? I just think it's super strange the way he went about it and super disappointing. And then the fact that you are such a fucking loser, asshole, child that you just literally look at somebody and say, give me 20 minutes, shut the door in their face and then immediately text them and say, I'll text you later. So that means I won't see you in 20 minutes. I won't see you at all. Which is fine. I'll text you later. It's fine because it's no shot to my ego whatsoever. That's not the point. It's just so evident what the intention was. That was never, ever, ever even even insinuated. Ever. Right. And then the minute you didn't get what you wanted that you thought you were going to get, you just dismiss those door. people who literally you don't even know planned this whole trip around coming to this show to see you because he invited you to meet up with him at his show and we didn't even ask him for anything for free we bought tickets to the show yeah we bought our own tickets to the show yeah we did not have any special treatment at the show not nope. that not that we're expecting or required to have that we bought our own tickets with the intention of that we were going to see you for at least 45 seconds after. Maybe take a picture. Maybe say, hey, your show was great. Something, and move on. And move on. And that would have been it. Not that you were going to come up to his hotel room by yourself to have sex with him, which is clearly what that was. And the, and the fact that you couldn't even say it. And I understand the perspective of like, maybe he, because he's... um wealthy and famous like he doesn't want to say certain things in text messages well you can't play it like you don't want to have sex with somebody (laughs) you can't just assume that that person understands your intent because clearly you didn't right like what if this entire time i was with someone right well i mean i don't know 
What that, do you mean? You I don't, don't know, know if that matters. I think it's weird. I think it does matter because at no point in time did you ever say or insinuate that I, I'm single. I, I made it, never made it like apparent one way or the other. So right. I understand that. But why would I have to say that? But you don't have to. Exactly my if point. If I wanted to go meet Justin Timberlake, who's not going to try to fuck me, although <laughs> if he did. Those are welcome. Anyway. If I'm going to go meet The weekend, He's obviously not going to Try to have sex with me So why would I Feel the need to disclose Whether I'm single or not He's an artist that I like If he's giving me the opportunity To meet him at his show I'm going to take it What does it matter? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like why is it different Because it's a man and a woman? How did he know You weren't a fucking lesbian? <laughs> Great <laughs> point That is a really Wow Why did we not think about this Two hours prior? How did he not assume how did you just assume not only that you want to have sex with him but that you want to have sex with men in general which you do but that's not the point that's not the point do you know what i mean yeah it's just so weird for someone to tag you in a story in an airport when you are a famous person and then for you to open it and think to yourself well this person obviously wants to have sex with me so let me set it up when i'm in one of their cities and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have sex with a random chick in a city that you're touring in. And there's this is still a year ago, Mike. But there's nothing wrong with wanting to do what he wanted to do today. No. It's all about the way you approach the situation. And there, and you let there was this, no approach. You let this whole spectacle and philandering go on and misled someone and never insinuated your intentions. One so way this or the other. had a completely different expectation. And you literally ruined everyone's trip. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have a great time. No, we're going to have a great time anyway. We're going to go get crazy he, and fuck him. Yeah. And he's a loser. He's a fucking asshole. And honestly, in in 100% seriousness, like nobody was taken advantage of in this situation. I'm not calling Steve Aoki a predator. That's not what we're saying. You're just an asshole. That's what it is. You know, I'm not saying he's a bad person. You're a fucking asshole is what you are because you knew what you were doing. And you never made it clear. And now someone else had a different expectation and set up this whole thing around it. And everybody spent their time and money coming here for this purpose just for you to like shut them down in a hallway, which you don't know us anything, but you acted like you were going to give somebody something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You acted like you were going to give someone your time. And that's why we came here. So like, it's just kind of shitty to assume that people want to have sex with you. <laughs> just, that's so weird to me unless I, I mean i don't know what was going beh on behind those the door i mean i i don't know i mean i don't know maybe he had, he had like i don't know he had what i don't know something changed from the time that you said no okay, i think I'm it's stupid but up. i'm I'm the, I'm the person that i i'm still trying to give the benefit that's of the fucking doubt. stupid steve aoki is a fucking loser ass bitch that's the problem steve aoki is a loser ass bitch who thinks that everyone wants to have sex with him because he djs and makes a ton of money and throws sheet cakes at people and that's just not the fucking case you know why steve aoki because you're not fucking cute and no amount of money can make you any better looking. So that's that. We don't want to have sex with you. I'd really like to mic drop right now. I'm really pissed too. Do you know why I'm pissed? Because I sat there at that show and I was watching it 
and I was really enjoying, enjoying it, it. And I was admiring his talent and his the way he performs as a DJ because it is harder, I believe, to stand out in a live performance as a DJ. Yeah. And the things that he does and the way that he gets on the stage, the way that he performs to the crowd, even the cakes, like we were saying, was it was so different in person. There was like so much more energy and excitement to it than seeing it in a video. Sometimes in a video, you're like, why is he throwing cake at people? This is stupid. But then when you see the way people react to it, it's exciting. It's like yeah. electrifying. It was. It Something really was it engaging. Was cool. Like Even though like every moment of it, I felt that I was in completely engaged in it. Right. And then like to fe- to be on such a high and not like barring the fact that we were supposed to see him after just being like, wow, this artist was so much better than we expected. This show was so incredible. Like what a great day we're having. What a great time we're having. And then from it to go to from that to what happened after. And again, it's all about the reaction and how you handle things. If he would have walked out that door and been like, oh, I don't really feel comfortable with you bringing your friend into my hotel room. Or right, he might not have had the intention of of having sex with me. Right, he might not have, but maybe he felt uncomfortable having you. I don't know. Fine. And if that was the case, I, hey, listen, I thought it was just going to be you. I really don't want to have somebody else in the room. At that point, I would have made a judgment call of mm, not sure. I'm, I'm really comfortable. I'm really with comfortable. That. Right. And that would have been a totally different situation. But that's my point. But that's my point. Like, I'm not assuming that he wanted me either. But like, that, that's that, not, not what I'm assuming. My point is, you don't invite someone to your hotel room who doesn't know. And, and plenty of people can be like, oh, well, you shouldn't go up there. And to some some point, I might agree. Like, when that text came with just the room Which is number, why I wouldn't have gone without you. I thought it was weird. Yeah, right. And it was different. And that was always the plan from and it day was, one. That was different because we were going together. Like, yeah. there was never a point where you were going without me. So even never. though I thought it was weird, I was like, okay, well, what's the worst that happens? We go up in this elevator and we find out it actually is weird and we leave. And that was always the plan. That's all, you know? And that was always the and plan. And that's exactly what happened. But it, it's not about whatever the intention was, but the way you handled it. And I just don't like that if you did assume that this person was coming to your Alone. room by themselves that you didn't like disclose what your intention was. I think it's weird. I just, do you want to meet up now? Yeah. Where 1802. Are you alone? Right. Exactly. No. Right. And no response had to come after that. That would have solved everything. And that would have solved would everything. Have exactly I would have, and then I would have known what the implication right. was. Right. Or if the implication was not to do that and you just didn't want anyone there. Okay, I would have made the judgment call. Right. And I would have never gone because that was always the plan. The whole thing just was super weird. The way he came out of I'm the just, room, I'm... the way he shut the door, and then the way he texted after and like immediately changed his story. It was, so, give me 20 minutes, and literally 45 seconds later, like we hadn't even started walking down the hallway, and it was, I'm eating, I'll text you later. What do you mean you'll text me later? You're getting on a flight. You're about what? to get on a flight. You just said you were leaving. So again, you didn't get what you were looking for, so now you're done with me. So why are you going to lie one and say you're going to text me later? What's the point? Oh, and then What's the you point? texted him back and he never answered. Yeah. I Just to I, see what he would say. I even gave him the out of right. saying, okay, if you don't want anyone else with me, it's no big deal. Right. Just to see. Like, what do you. How he, are you. Right. If he would say like, yeah, I don't, I don't like, feel Like, I thought it, I felt uncomfortable with somebody else there. Right. Which is totally fine. Right. And no response came. I know. Some people who know him and who have met him or interacted with him apparently is like kindest person ever and really nice and whatever. Um, 
I can't say he's not kind, right. but the Who door knows? was shut in my face after I asked if my friend could come with me. So I can't really say that that was kind or down to earth. Right. Um, so I can't really um, attest to that, but definitely can't say he's kind or down to earth. I just can't believe that there was no talk beforehand of, oh, here's my room number. Come up after. Like, there was never an insinuation of going to a hotel room where you would be alone with him one on one until that moment. Until the moment where it was time for you to go there. Before that, it was, do you want to meet up after my show? To us and to any normal person, that doesn't sound like... Meet, meet up me after in, the show. In like, my room. Meet up after the show sounds like an after party. I don't know. Do you have a green room? I don't a know. A green room. Exactly. Are you going on to... On a party bus? Are, are you, you going to a dinner with 50 people that you have on tour with you that you're then going to invite this person to? Like, that's what all of those possibilities sounded like to you and I. And granted, you never told him that you had your friend being me with you, but he also never asked you if you were by yourself. At any point... From the last time you spoke to him or today when you spoke to him and all these plans were made, did he ever ask you who you were with and what your plan was after the show? Like, did he think even if you were with a bunch of girlfriends that you were either going to A, bring them or B, ditch them and come up to his room by yourself? Like, wouldn't that be weird? The whole thing is just super weird to me. So, like, we can sit here and say maybe he didn't expect this. There but can I be think, so many assumptions. I think there the intention me- was pretty clear. And I think it was super douchey and asshole-ish behavior the way he went about it. So, fuck Steve Aoki, okay? We're not having sex with you. He didn't want to have sex with me. I'm just saying that. <laughs> By we, I mean you're not having sex with him. Well, that was never the plan. I'm not allowing you to have sex with him, even if you wanted to, because of the way he approached it. But that was never the plan. No, I understand. That okay. was not I just your want intention. to make sure that I'm that's just like saying, super clear. Even if you were like, woo, spread me open like a Thanksgiving turkey on the fucking, what's the cart they push in there? Whatever. Anyway. Room would, service card? Great. I would not allow that in a French maid's costume. Just because of the way that he approached it. It was rude and obnoxious and super pompous. So I guess, um, will there ever be a response? Who gives a fuck? No. I hope not. And honestly, just so you know, I am well within my legal rights to tell this story because it happened and I was there with a witness and neither of us have signed a goddamn thing such as an NDA stating that we wouldn't talk about anything. We are two concert goers who were texted by a man, a citizen of the United States of America, free to talk about our experience legally okay so don't try to send me a cease and desist but if you're listening to this and you want to go for it because it'll be really great fucking publicity for this show okay so if you want to sue me go for it bitch i ain't got nothing any last words on this or we never talk about it again let's go get drunk tonight we are gonna go out and we are gonna get fucking wild and pretend this never happened so we will talk to you when we get back to this room and god knows what kind of mental state i'm ready Buckle your seatbelts, whores. Mic drop. <laughs> no, no, that's your second mic drop. Hello, what's this thing on? I've never done a mic drop. Maybe you should start. Mm-mm, it's stupid. Goodbye. Okay. It is 2.30 a.m. And I'm walking around the hotel room naked. Just kidding. I just want to say, fuck Steve Aoki. Oh. Boneless bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> See what I did there? Careful of what? Fuck Steve Aoki and his bullshit. I am sober. I'm s- mind your business, bitch. Okay, I'm sober. If you can hear the music in the background, that's the place we were outside our window, which I'm going back to solo since Alexa wants to go to bed at I 11 didn't... o'clock p.m. What did you say? It's 11 p.m. No, Do you know where Alexa your pussy lips are? <laughs> They should be on the floor. They should be on the floor. Don't tell me what's being broadcast. It's my machine, bitch. It's my machine. You predicted that. I'm going to sit on the floor. You turn the air on. Honestly, the fucking pizza that we witnessed in this janky, ghetto-ass pizza deli, whatever the fuck it was called, the pizza... Was as thick as Alexa's booty. As a huge dick. I don't know what pizza they've ever seen that looks like that that they're trying to mimic. It's oh it's very strange, and oh I I didn't like it. So we got calzones, which will also probably suck. I have to go down to smoke a cigarette and play the Wheel of Fortune slot machine. Okay, but you need to eat first. Don't tell me what I need to do. I'm a grown ass bitch. Who invited you? I invited you, bitch. <laughs> oh my god, my bra is literally soaking fucking. Water. Okay, honestly, the yard was the greatest place I've been in Atlantic City. This town is a piece of shit. This town is a fucking shithole. Okay, there's probably bed bugs on this floor that I'm sitting on. Disgusting. This oh town is a piece of shit for trash oh from New Jersey. Is the, the dirty jurors. Mine's gotta be on. Everyone's mic is on, ho. Everyone. There's only me and you. Yeah, that's the point. Fuck Atlantic City and fuck Steve Aoki and his goddamn sheet cakes. I cannot wait for you to see all the progressions of you on the floor while you're doing ordered this. from Stop and Shop. Cheap ass bitch. Who's from Stop Steve Aoki's sheet cakes that he throws at people. From I think Stop it might be Shop. Costco. Yeah, cheap Costco's ass bitch. Cheaper. How many cakes we got? Nine. This band called Pulse, who I'm sending a cease and desist for stealing my name. They're called Pulse, and they have a pulse in their fucking symbol. I know a lot of things that had a pulse tonight. Thieving ass bitches. Who's that? <laughs> Who? My mouth is full. What else is new? Honestly, that was the greatest band I've ever seen do music that was not original. They were exceptional, and I was irate when they cut off the DJ to play more of their music. Please stop chewing in your microphone. And then I realized that they were far superior to that DJ. He was good, but not that was not... Well, I think he got better at... The end when the Spanish bitch. I don't care. He was no pulse. Wait, there's nothing that I'm gonna say that Michael's gonna agree with me at this Woo-hoo! time of the night. So you know, their only fucking downfall was that they didn't play Misery Business during their 
little punk rock van. I did enjoy their their um, conclusion song, which was um, "Pussy Dan- Juice Cocktail." That's my favorite song. I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you still gay? Yes. Okay, I just like checking. Penises. Well, that comment didn't make it seem penises. Penises. Like <laughs> I cannot wait for you to hear this tomorrow. <laughs> What's going on with the penises? Just kidding. I only have one penis in my life, and it is at home on Long Island. <laughs> I will see it tomorrow. It's been two long days without my usual penis. I don't even want to count right now. Oh, who cares about your fucking three-week relationship? <gasps> I've been seeing the same dick for three years. That's what I'm talking about. You know? You've been seeing the same dick for six weeks. Of course, it's exciting. Mine's still <laughs> exciting. Okay, can I just have that? The Thank you. will always be exciting. Goodbye. I'm just saying. Okay, anyway, I'm going to kill myself. Michael, that's not funny. I'm going to jump out of the window of this piece of shit hotel and this piece of shit fucking town um, with the popcorn oh ceiling and, so and the bed bugs. I'm never coming back here in my motherfucking life. In my motherfucking life. This looks like a crack den. <laughs> You were so exaggerated. This looks like the Comac Motor Inn, which I've never the been fact to. That we're, this is what we're I doing right imagine. now is ridiculous. Because this is definitely not getting broadcasted at all. You, bitch, this is my machine. You don't even know how to turn it on. I'll turn it off. If though. I want this motherfucking shit on the goddamn radio Spotify ass bitch that I edit and produce and record on my goddamn own, I'll do what the fuck I want. Steve Aoki, bum ass bitch, boneless ass bitch. Oh, look at me, peace and love and happiness, except for when I ruin everyone's day by trying to take advantage of people's kindness and support. I want my fucking $200 back for those tickets, and I want our $70 a round of fucking bullshit drinks. I want that shit back too. Fucking cheap ass bitch, stealing all my money. You're missing out on the call zones. Right oh now. my god, I don't even know where I am. You're on the floor. I know that. Did, did this plug come out or did I break it? No, you're good. No, and this one's missing. Mic check. Four, five, six, three. Yeah, right. You some stupid bitch. You mean 1802? No, my chair, not my problem. That's what I say. I fixed it. Okay. Anyway. There is not a chance that this is making the final cut. Who are you? The producer? (laughs) No, that's me. No, but but when you hear yourself tomorrow. Bitch, I don't give a motherfuck. I'm living my life. Good. These bitches trying to hold me down. I just bought $51 worth of calzone. These bitches trying to hold me down. We have been here one day. We haven't even been here 24 hours. You know how much money you've spent in this fucking piece of shit town? A lot of money. Fuck this town. This town's a shithole. You know, even nastier as the day goes on. Fuck the Steelers. <laughs> I just said that to upset you. Yeah, you know how to push my buttons. All right, I got to go smoke a cigarette. Speaking of buttons, I'm going to turn this bitch off. Can't take I just want to say one more time before I go <laughs> to sleep. Fuck Steve Aoki. Fuck Steve Aoki. If he was Jewish, I wouldn't throw him a bar mitzvah. A bar mitzvah, whichever one's for a boy. Bar. Okay. Guys hang out of the bar. And if he was Catholic, I wouldn't give the motherfucker a Christmas present, okay? And if he was it- Jewish again, <laughs> you ain't getting shit for Kwanzaa or 
what what <laughs> Hanukkah. And if you celebrated Kwanzaa, you ain't getting shit for that neither. <laughs> what other holidays and religions is there? Um, there's Buddhism, uh, but uh, I'm not really sure. Buddhism, whatever your holiday is, you ain't getting <laughs> shit, Steve Aoki. Not from me, ho. Steve Aoki can suck a fat dick. Michael. Bitch. Michael. This is my show, and I'll say what I want. <laughs> okay? I feel like I'm on Sesame Street. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, except we said cunt here, unlike Sesame Street. Wait, Steve Aoki The fact that the responses on my... <gasps> Michael. Cunt. Michael. C-U-N-T. Cunt. <laughs> the fact that I'm getting responses on my Instagram post of someone put him to bed. <laughs> to tell that bum ass bitch, whoever they are, that toddler ass baby ass bitch, to mind their motherfucking business. Okay. I think it's me, a, a pretty valid suggestion. Who is it? Expose I'm, it on the pod. I'm not exposing. Expose it. I am a grown-ass man, and if I want to shake my ass to Beyonce at 3 a.m. in a motherfucking hotel room, I will. You already did. And I'll do it again. Do it again. I will not. I'm tired. <laughs> but if I wanted to, I What do you I mean? Would. Five seconds ago, you wanted to go downstairs because they didn't play your song, and you were hoping right, they but would. but that's now, that dream is over. Oh, thank God. Unless by some miracle it happens. Well, if it does, we'll hear it because we pretty much have a VIP spot to um, what's going on downstairs through our window. What song is playing? I can't go to sleep in these conditions. My body wants to move. I feel like I'm in tenement housing. I can feel the music in my soul. Yes. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. (laughs) Release your anger. Whatever she says. Beyonce. Oh, you've done that. Don't worry. Singing about a nine to five. What a fucking joke. But I love that song. Uh, oh, I forgot to go to the smoke shop and get a joint. Uh, you did that on purpose. I didn't do anything on purpose. Mm-hmm. He said, you don't need that motherfucker. <laughs> Even though you were talking to men on the boardwalk. He had a race car. Yeah, well, he wanted to have your number. And I didn't. You tried. I me you said, mm, with those fucking long ass eyelashes, <laughs> flattering everywhere, fluttering, flittering. He said, "Fluttering." Look, it's my eyelashes, also known as the itsy bitsy spider. <gasps> You're being really mean as we're getting into the evening. I hope you spill your water all over yourself. <gasps> the power of Christ compels <laughs> you. <laughs> Michael, stop. I'm just giving the bed bugs an exorcism. <laughs> In this popcorn ceiling crack den. Oh my god. How many crime scenes do you think you've been investigated off of that lamp? How many murders have been solved from DNA coming from that lamp in that corner? The bed bugs won't break myself. Hey! Oh, God, this is going to be a long night. That's it. Being very mean. Go to sleep. You need to go to sleep. I got to go smoke a cigarette and play Wheel of Fortune. And no. Wheel of Fortune.
again. Post-editing recaps are kind of like post-nut clarity, <laughs> as they call it. I just listened and re-listened and re-listened to everything that's happened over the past couple days, my entire experience, so it's all fresh in my mind. So, I just want to say that everything we've said in this episode about Steve Aoki and his intentions is alleged, not proven, and speculative, okay? Especially for legal purposes. <laughs> I have no way of telling what was going on in Steve Aoki's mind and what his true intentions were. Maybe he just invited her up to his hotel room to have a nice lunch, early dinner, alone, and he didn't want some random guy in his hotel room. That's perfectly possible and fine. However, in my own personal opinion, that is not fact nor is it proven to be true. Strictly my own opinion and conclusion that I thought up myself and have no proof of, I think it's pretty clear what those intentions were. I mean, the whole thing was so strange and it all happened so quickly and it took such a turn from what we were expecting in the literal matter of a second, the snap of a finger. And I mean, our, ex our expectations were not high to begin with, but the way this situation started, like... Neither myself or my friend are huge, diehard Steve Aoki fans, right? Obviously, we know his music. He's been around forever. We like his music, and we were super excited for the opportunity to maybe meet him. But none of us are diehard fans. However, somebody taking a picture with you in the airport and tagging you in it, like, that's fan behavior. So what bothers me about the situation is that Steve Aoki doesn't know that this person, my friend, isn't a fan of his, so to speak. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this person could have been a really big fan that was taking him up on the opportunity to get to meet him at his show, and that all came crashing down when we realized what the real expectations and intentions were. So I just think that that's, like, irresponsible behavior. And I do understand the perspective, as I said earlier, of, like, he probably didn't want to say certain things in messages in the age of sexual harassment and getting me tooed and all this shit, right? So I, I can understand that. However, there are ways to insinuate what you're looking for without being creepy. And I think that that would have been more responsible in his position I just think that anything regarding the hotel room could have been said before. Like, this person, my friend, had the expectation that, like we had said, that there was going to be some sort of meet and greet situation. Um, so, like, I don't know. Maybe, like, in the text to be like, hey, I've got a suite at the Ocean, which is the hotel that the venue's at. Do you want to come up to my room after and we can talk or we can have something to eat? Anything like that would have been, like, it would have made more sense to her what this was and we would have never went up there do you know what i mean like and when he sent the text of just the room number saying nothing else i knew what it was and i think she did too but at the same time we were kind of both thinking like well let's not make assumptions and we were together like she wasn't going alone so it, it felt like safer so I think we were thinking, like, let's not make assumptions. Maybe we're just overthinking it. 
and maybe there's a slim chance that he's just hanging out with his people in his room you know like getting their shit together and having some food or whatever before they go on to the next city to do a show the same night you know like there was a slim chance that that was the situation and that would have been perfectly reasonable and like we had said in the messages from him to her it was always hit me up if you come to a show and you want to meet up after like meet up to me sounds like hang out go somewhere, do something, you know, like it, that didn't sound like sex. (laughs) And I really felt bad. This is another thing I felt bad because she was so upset afterwards. And I don't think that that comes across in the podcast because she was just like trying to keep it cool and talk. But I left the room to go downstairs for a cigarette and, and make a phone call. And I came back and she was literally crying. She was so upset because she felt stupid. She, She kept saying like, I don't understand how I didn't see what this was. Like, how stupid am I to think that, like, he just wanted to hang out or, like, give us some sort of experience as fans when that was the intention? And people had said that to her before, you know? People had been like, oh, do you really think blah, blah, blah? Like, suggesting that this might be what it was. And she had been like, no, it's not like that. Like, it was never like that in the conversation. Like, we're just meeting up. We're just hanging out. So she felt stupid, like... I can't believe I thought this was this and it turned out to be that and everyone told me it was probably that and now I feel stupid and she shouldn't feel stupid because it's not her fucking fault. He's an asshole. It's his fucking fault because he wasn't clear what his intentions were. So that's my take on the whole situation. I don't think there's anything wrong, again, for the last time. I'm not saying that Steve Aoki was doing something weird or pulling some, you know, like she went up there on her own. She didn't have to go to his hotel room when he sent us the hotel room number. If she was by herself, I'm quite certain she wouldn't have. You know, like, it was our own choice to go up there. It was her own choice to pursue the situation after that, mainly because she felt safe because she was with another person. It didn't feel like a strange thing to do. I mean, it did, but you know what I mean. Like, it felt okay to test the waters and see what was going on up there because she wasn't alone. But he clearly didn't know that. And I think that's super weird to just like spring that on someone who thinks that they're just coming to meet you. I don't know. The whole thing felt very strange and uncomfortable. And then, like I said before, the way that he reacted and the way that he just like shut the door on us and then texted after was just very cowardly and very weird and very rude. And I feel like he could have just completely turned the situation around and made it like it was nothing if he just like stepped outside and talked to us for a second. Do you know what I mean? Like if he just stepped outside and was like, hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for coming. Blah, 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 blah. Do you know what I mean? That situation was so avoidable. Like, if he just stepped out of the hotel room after she was like, oh, I have my friend with me, is that okay? And he saw me, he would have just stepped down and been like, oh, yeah, like, just wanted to thank you guys so much for coming, uh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, he could have totally played it off like that's not what it was. And we would have never thought anything of it. We would have thought the whole time that that was his intention on him calling her up there. And he totally could have played that situation off, talked to us for a minute, and then been like, all right, thanks. I got to go get ready and, and do my thing. You know, I'm getting out of here in, in an hour. You know what I mean? Like, th- if, I, if I was in that position, I think that's how I would have handled it. I would have been like, oh, no big thing. Just wanted to say hello. Thanks so much for coming. I got to roll. Though. You know? And we would have left there like, oh, how cool was that that he invited us up to the room or, or invited her, whatever, up to the room just to, like, talk to us for a second face to face. 
since we came to the show, like since we planned this whole trip around coming to the show to see him, you know, like, and we would have been like, that was so cool. And that's the story we would have told when we left. But instead, you acted like such a fucking weirdo when you opened the door half naked and then were like flabbergasted and almost like startled and weird when you realized that the girl had someone else with them, you know, like it was just strange how he fucking reacted and handled it. And that's what was so off putting. And super disappointing. Like, you know, I know it's not a big deal. He's Steve Aoki. He's going to do his thing in his shows and whatever. But like, now you just disappointed two people who were like into your music. Like, I will never listen to him or go to another show of his ever again. And I know that doesn't matter to him because he has millions of people around the world that follow him and go to his shows and spend money and whatever. Like, I know it doesn't matter us two people, but like, it's shitty. It's shitty that you reacted that way and you couldn't even play the situation off in the moment like it wasn't what it was. So to me, it's very clear what happened there. And I just don't think that it was cool. I think it was super douchey and I was super disappointed and put off by any person who can treat people like that, especially again from the perspective of like, she approached you with a post as a fan. So like, is that how you treat your fans? And not for anything, again, not that anything was 100% expected, but don't you think if you were trying to bang some random bitch from Instagram, you would have like pulled out some stops? Like you would have had a conversation beforehand. Maybe you would have put her in the VIP section that was behind the DJ booth where you had all the other no-name Instagram thoughts shaking their asses the whole time. So you could have, like, interacted and said hello to the person before you tried to fuck them. That's another thing that's really strange. There was no face-to-face interaction. I totally expected that we were going to meet up with him before the show or during the show while he was playing and he was going to try to flirt with her. And that would have been totally cool and fine and acceptable. And she wouldn't have fucked him because that wasn't her intention, but that would have been the deal. Do you know what I mean? That would have been totally normal and understandable if that's what you were trying to do. There's nothing wrong with trying to bang somebody random in a city that you're touring in as a fucking rock star. It's totally normal. That's what they do. But to never have one face-to-face interaction under the impression that this person is some level of a fan that approached you on Instagram, never thinking that you were going to see their post to begin with, to not interact with them at all beforehand and then just treat someone that's probably a fan like they're some whore off the street, texting them saying, oh, come right up to my hotel room. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so strange. And it makes me feel like you think people... And your fans are just disposable and at your will. Like you can call some random girl up who came to your show, to your room, to fuck you. And I'm sure a lot of them would have, will, whatever. That's cool. I'm not knocking anybody for doing that. I'd probably fuck a hot celebrity too if they wanted to do it. (laughs) You know, I'm not saying that's bad or I'm above that or that's wrong. I'm not being judgmental at all. It's just the approach. If he would have like put her in in the VIP section where all those other hookers were and like said hello on the way out or the way in, made some sort of insinuation that like he was going to invite her up to the room, that would have been one thing. But to just treat somebody this whole time so platonically with no flirtation or suggestion over the course of a year, however many conversations, three, four, five, over the course of a year, and just keep saying, we'll meet up at the show, at the show, 
that sent a message that this was like an artist fan meet and greet situation to me and to a lot of other people who saw the messages. And I just think it's super fucked up to treat people that way and act like everyone just obviously wants to fuck you because they tagged you in an Instagram post as an artist, as a celebrity. And then you responded to that person. And of course, they continued to respond to you after you're saying we should meet up at my show because you're fucking Steve Aoki and who wouldn't want to do that. So for you to just assume that that means I can obviously have sex with this person without any sort of insinuation that that's your intention just feels super strange and super gross to me. So I think Steve Aoki is a fucking piece of shit asshole loser. Great musician, great performer, talented person, but a fucking shithead at the same time. I was so turned off by that situation. Just the fucking balls of you to think that obviously everyone who tags you on Instagram and comes to your show to hang out with you wants to have sex with you is so fucking crazy to me. Again, allegedly speculative, not proven, just my opinion and my analysis based on the interaction, which I think is pretty fucking clear. I think if any of you would have been there to see it go down as it happened, you would have recognized exactly what that situation was. So that's fucking strange, but that's it. That's what ended up happening. So we are not friends with Steve Aoki, and now I am going to have to swear off and not listen to Come With Me and Live In My Love, which are two of my favorite songs from the 2010s that I loved, and I was super excited to tell him how much I enjoyed that album when I was a younger person, and still do, but now, Steve Aoki, you can go fuck yourself. Small dick energy is what I got from Steve Aoki. Small dick energy. That's all I've got for you bitches this week. Who knows what could happen between now and next. Honestly, I never would have guessed that this is how this week was going to go. But here we are. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at MickeyNotTheMouse. If you're not, that's rude, and I don't know how you got here, but whatever. Make sure you leave a five-star review on whatever streaming service you are listening to this on, because if you don't, you are a rude-ass bitch. And that's it. I'll check in with you bitches next Wednesday. Goodbye. 